Hello, Brian. What's happening? This is Fox Force 5. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Apologies You're... for our absence last week. I will take full blame of being unwell. So, yeah. there you go. <laughs> I think our listeners know this is a sort of a fairly tumultuous time in one's life when you've yes. got a newborn. So, let's... Uh, Let's just be easy on each other and know that some weeks there won't be a podcast. Um, it's amazing how the week disappears. I just sometimes I'm like, yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll do that. We'll do that like maybe Wednesday, maybe Thursday, maybe Friday. And then it's like nearly Friday and you're like, oh my God, where are we going to squeeze this in? But anyway, it's all good in the hood. Um, and you're full time working, so it's not exactly easy. So, um, yeah. No. She's already kicking off, so I better have a So yes, it could be a lot. Hello, baby me. A long hour. <laughs> so oh, here's show the camera so I can see you. <laughs> Hello, the baby. Hello, the baby. She's oh, she's looking impressed. Oh, dear. Okay. Yes. Well, we'll just talk, Maeve, and you just sit there and take notes, okay? <laughs> I'll pop her down in a second. So a lot of people um, sending their babbers off to school this week. Some people oh. just dying to get them out of the house and back to school and others like sending them off for the first time. My heart breaks for them a little bit. I'm already dreading if you're going to school next year. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, sending all the loves and vibes and, you know, it's the one of those hard days. You think it's like a really happy, positive day when they're going off to school, but it's just a little bit heartbreaking for parents I think you know and I thought I'd be grand when I still went to school and it was like after she'd gone in the gate and you just realise oh god everyone else has to look after her and she's to look after herself now and I won't be there you know and oh it's just hard um so yes thoughts and prayers or whatever the expression is <laughs> yeah a lot of uh, my friends kids now starting like their first year and praying with school it's mad to see them in the little uniforms and stuff so well, yeah some of my friends, their kids were starting secondary school. So beat that. Nice. Feeling old. <laughs> Since we last spoke, in a way, there's been quite a lot going on. You were here. We had a day out at the festival. It was a great crack. We were yes, like young ones crack. ripping up Edinburgh, <laughs> dancing on tables and all yeah, sorts drinking, of stuff. Drinking, uh, kenning and everything. <laughs> Kens, stalking comedians. Oh, hilarious. We had a great old time. So yeah, big shout out to Michael Fry and Killian Sunderman, who were... Uh, <laughs> Very good. And we saw a couple of other shows as well. It's all finished now, so no point in giving other recommendations. But um, we it's also... It's funny, it always ends the last weekend. It doesn't go on till the week then of the, the last week, few days some of stuff is on. Up. Some stuff is on, was on Monday, but not yeah. much. Most of it finished on okay. Sunday. So um, that was that. And then we had, last weekend I had Connect Festival, which oh, yes. my first... Time being voluntarily sober at a festival, <laughs> not pregnant, because I did go to a festival pregnant once or twice. Um, and actually it went great. I am hey, off well the booze, done. so I'm going to be a really boring off the booze person for the next wee while. I just had And all you're going to many... talk about is being off the booze. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I've nothing else to talk about. <laughs> um but yeah, I no, but I feel kind of proud of myself that I managed that first yeah. challenge. Do you know what I mean? Well so, um, but highlights anyway were confidence men, absolutely bonkers. They're like they're playing in Dublin soon, I think. So yeah. yeah, they're like they're like two people that were on the Mickey Mouse Club or some kiddie rips. Okay. 
on a boat or something like that and they've gone on and just like taken acid and gone raving that's kind of how the best way I can describe them like they're they're brilliant they're so entertaining the, the tunes are just catchy and boppy and then they put on a, a major performance like you know oh, cool. synchronised dancing at points but also kind of moody and sexy and props and all sorts of stuff so brilliant excellent really good and then the other couple of bands I saw that were great were Public Service Broadcasting I'd never seen them before they're great Um, and then Boy Genius, who, my God, I was like, fell in love. They were just the best. So good. These three phenomenal singer-songwriters, you know, all in their kind of late 20s. And they are just outstanding. So they were three singer-songwriters that sort of operated on their own. And they came together to form Boy Genius. You probably know Phoebe Bridgers, who was going out yeah. with Paul Meskel mm. and Julian Baker and Lucy. I can never remember her surname, the third girl. But their harmonies and their... Oh, they were just phenomenal. They all came out into like three-piece suits, very sort of nice. androgynous, very... But their voices are so female, you know, and they play yeah. guitar and they're just cool and they rock it out and they're nice. just... Oh my God, I would have loved them when I was a teenager. But um, I love them now, but I would have loved to have seen someone like them when I was a teenager. Um, So they're phenomenal if you ever get a chance to go and see them. I think they were in Dublin actually the night after. So you've missed your chance this time around. But next time. And of course, facing into Electric Picnic Weekend for those lucky enough to be going. There's Mm. some great bands on. I was tempted to even go to it when I was... um, The lineup was announced, but it's so hard to get tickets. You can just forget about it. Like, you know, so um, anyway... That was it. How have you been Thank since, Nick? <laughs> Grand. I've been just here. <laughs> Stuck under a baby. Nah, she's, um, it's been good. It's been nice. She's, you look great. Do I? Thanks. Yeah, yeah you look, your skin is really nice. Off of me, maybe oh. with, the coat, with the flu last week. But um, yeah, yeah, we're good. And uh, yeah, baby's 12 weeks old today. So she's three wow. months old. So, yeah. Pushing on now, Maeve. Pushing <laughs> on. Yeah. You'll be getting but, your driving um, license before we know it. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm looking forward to uh, I'm going to Dublin tomorrow to see. Are you? Yeah. To see. Well, we're not going to tell my mother that, but uh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> to see who? Uh, to see Katie and me and Eve are going up and we're meeting Grace too. And so that'll be lovely. Oh, Faberoni. Like a bit of an old school reunion in Dublin. We're getting the train up and down. So that'll be nice. Oh, oh nice. So, nice. Enjoy yeah. that. Cool. So that's. That'll be nice. Uh, so that's it. I've been stuck in the house for two weeks in Edinburgh, really. So I'm looking forward to getting out a bit. So nice. That'll be yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, well, we better push on with these five things people need to know. So up first, number one. One. So this I thought was kind of funny. I've got loads of them, so we can just do a selection. But it's dating terms. You know these things you see, uh, like red flags or ghosted or that kind of jargon. Well, uh, like there's loads. So I thought I'd kind of test your knowledge and see if you know some of them. I couldn't hear you either. Sorry, I had to mute because the oh. dog was barking. <laughs> oh, Ted, bold boy. And I have to tell you, we got a ring doorbell, you know, and it's yeah. uh, it's great. Like, I love it. I love because especially, you know, when you're like at home with the baby on your own. And especially if I was upstairs and stuff, I didn't, don't want to be running down if it's like just somebody bloody. Oh, you could look out. It's a, oh, so it's a video one. You yeah, can it's a video. It. As mm. soon as somebody comes to your door, you get a notification to tell you there's somebody at the door. Like, yeah. um, but the one thing it has done is kind of ruin my guilt free online purchasing <laughs> jars on it too <laughs> oh like, no and all the stuff is arriving <laughs> <laughs> oh that's and, hilarious uh, like I ordered a couple of bits of Rebrand last week just because 
I feel like I have maybe kind of my body's getting a little bit back to the way it was and mm. I had nothing really nice like before that and even in Edinburgh I was kind of struggling as to what to wear I just didn't feel like myself you know so I ordered mm. a few bits and one package came yesterday and I was like yep there's one, another one coming tomorrow so, <laughs> so it just arrived and that's what the dog was barking at but uh, it's so funny because you could see everything like the postman and all that you could yeah. put um you could you could put a uh, like um a notice on the door saying don't ring the doorbell just yeah. knock <laughs> well it picks up motion you see so oh, does it yeah it's very <laughs> it's looking at me <laughs> <laughs> oh sherry <laughs> but it's, it's a good so idea scary. bringing her on the podcast actually because <laughs> yeah. she'll hear me every week you know and for a long period of time that that's nice uh yeah. sorry distracted there listeners uh okay <laughs> back to what pull, we pull things down on top of us as soon as she's a strong and she like hits the phone with full force <laughs> you'd be in the middle of something and it's like the phone would be gone <laughs> she's like look at me don't look get at me distracted. don't look at the phone anyway okay, sorry so we're back to these dating terms, terms. my okay, life is yeah. messy so, um, <laughs> it takes an effort to stay on top of these so we're um uh, if you feel like you need help knowing you're negging from your hardball dating, oh, we've got you covered, right? So I can't remember where I got this. Maybe stylist. Okay, so what is a beige flag then, Nicola? Any ideas? Oh yeah, it's like something that's really boring about yeah, them. Is it? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, this is I yeah. do look from my time on TikTok. I have seen that one. That um, okay, so might that, yeah, that's be a, like my husband's beige thing. Yeah. flag is. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. so he's kind of just <laughs> sign that they're what's, boring and they don't put in too much effort. Beige flag, Kelly. <laughs> Um, I'll tell, I'll tell you Jersey, oh, going to bed point. at the same time every night. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jers would be. Um... I can see him getting antsy as it creeps up to ten. <laughs> <laughs> if the program's oh, not finished, or if there's a half an hour left in it, <laughs> my um, husband would be uh, watching. He watches a lot of like YouTube videos of like bikes being disassembled and reassembled. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to sit uh, there. Well, often now I don't sit there, but uh, yeah, there and watch it. Let's so. let's uh, yawn. <laughs> I know. Okay. I don't know what ours would be. I was ask. I'm gonna ask him later. You ask Stuart too, and we'll. We're not boring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll report okay. back next week. <laughs> next one is cookie jarring. Do you know what that means? No, I don't know this one. Oh, is it okay. maybe when like somebody has loads of choices, so they want to dip in and out of the. It's a toxic dating trend that refers to the fact that the person you've been dating has no intention of settling down with you. Mm. Instead, they string you along in order to have a backup plan as they pursue other people. You Mm. become a cookie in the jar. Yeah. Which they can dip into whenever they feel like it. Ooh, that's horrible. Yeah. Okay. That's very common, you know. Okay. What about the slow fade? That probably says what it does, what it says in the, the tin. Yeah, yeah, like as in it's something that I mean when it's fading out, like yeah, but it's yeah. not as not quite as drastic as ghosting, but they yeah. kind of ease you off. Um, okay, another one, situationship. Yes, I know this one. Yeah, it's uh yeah. when like it's just a handy situation for somebody, so you're not actually in a relationship, but it's yeah. like just handy. It's like friends benefits kind of thing, or you know, it's kind yeah. of a relationship, but not a relationship. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. You're way better at this than me. God, I'm so out the loop. Okay, woke fishing is next. Uh, woke fishing. I don't woke know. Fishing? This. No, no. Okay, no this is. Have you ever dated someone who you think pretends to act woke? Well, they may be woke fishing you. They turn the term refers to those who cosplay as caring about the same socio-political issues as you in a bid to reel you in and date you when in reality it's all an act. Terrifying. 
God, yeah, I'm just very glad I'm not in the internet dating, dating pool anymore. Yeah. It's just so awful, 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 awful. The next one is negging. Emotional manipulation can come in many forms. And on dating apps, negging is apparently when someone insults you with a backhanded compliment to undermine your confidence. So like, oh my God, your hair is amazing. Or, oh my God, where did you get the dress? Or something like that, maybe. I don't know. Uh, okay. Untyping which apparently is when you're going outside of your type and you're being encouraged to go outside of your type. Okay, here's another funny one. Yes. I, I do apologize if there's been silence. It's in between cries. So I it's okay. <laughs> Just leave it around. It's fine. Um, oystering. It's an antidote to coughing. Coughing, by the way, is, as far as I know, when you come up to this time of year, it's like getting a partner for the winter because you want to like snuggle in with people and stay inside during the winter. I think that's what coughing is. Uh, I think okay, people do that around like Valentine's Day and stuff too, don't oh. they? Or that they break up the opposite scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, a long devu is uh, having longer dates in order to find deeper connections. Something <laughs> okay, dating app Badu says is greater importance to singletons, but 74% of daters wanting longer dates. Okay. Interesting. interesting. A long devu. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've got some more. I'm going to just tell you the, the, the name and you can tell me which one you want to hear okay. about. Facilitating. Oh, God. Um, liberating. Groundhogging. Oh, <laughs> that sounds kind of dirty. Go on, tell us <laughs> Groundhogging is first the idea that people are going for the same type of person over and over again whilst expecting different results. Yeah. The okay, definition right. of insanity. Yes. Um, orbiting is have you been ghosted by a person and you can still view view they can they still view your Instagram stories and like your tweets so they're orbiting you. Um, benching if you like someone but you're not ready to commit you may be benching them to keep them as an option. <laughs> Kitten fishing. Oh gosh. Kitten fishing is basically catfishing's little sister and first to those who aren't lying on their dating profile but maybe bending the truth here and there. <laughs> Okay, and I'll give you one more. Do you want zombieing? Yeah, zombieing yeah, is when an ex one, yeah. emerges back from the dead, the dead <laughs> like of, of your relationship, usually after yeah, ghosting you. Beware of the zombies, people. Okay, there you go. Honestly, there was about twenty more. There were so many. Oh, so God. yeah, God, I, I, I love that. That was of, good. I enjoyed that one. But I, do, I, of, I would not enjoy dating now, but I do enjoy the no. terms. <laughs> Thank you. We still have singletons listening to the podcast, though. So we're, that was one Harsh. for the single gals out there. And guys, like surely there's a single guy listening to the podcast somewhere. Um, so, yeah, that was number one. OK, hope you enjoy that. Right. Two. Over to you, Nicola, with a little throw in from Maeve. So a very exciting one this week. Now, I haven't watched it yet, but I had to talk about it because I want to talk about it again next okay. week. Okay. Um, but I'll talk about a few things. But the biggest one that I discovered was out yesterday is the Take That Musical movie. <gasps> it's out. No. Yeah, it's out already? Yeah, the oh official Take That Musical. musical. It's called Greatest Days. And it oh, looks fabulous. fabulous. Yeah, it looks lovely. Tell me... Um... Who is in it? I thought there was a couple of good people in it as well. Uh, Ashley Bay is in it. Um, and oh, let me yeah. just get it up here now again. I had to Yeah, I like her. She's good. Uh, Ashley Bay is in it. Uh, you'd recognise a few people in it, but like, I don't know what they're from. You know, that kind of thing. Mm. A girl called Jade Adams. Mm. Um, I recognise her as well. And obviously there's a nod from the boys as well and the band itself. But um, yeah. Yeah, it looks brilliant. It's about basically this kind of gang of friends and they decide to go on holiday and it's kind oh of God, like... Oh God, I was crying watching yeah, the, trailer. the trailer. Yeah, Oh geez, it was like, yeah, 30, whatever, 20 years later 
yeah, after exactly. they all take that fans and one of them isn't there anymore for whatever yeah. reason. And oh, stop. Oh, God. I'm getting emotional just thinking about I it. I know, it looks really fabulous. So mm. everybody go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, you can sign yep. up for a Prime for free if you just want to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you might idea. get a few few weeks Prime for free and then cancel it again if you want. The Greatest Day. It's called uh, yeah, Greatest Days. No duh, it's just Greatest Days. And then underneath oh. it's like, never forget. Oh. Uh, stop. <laughs> so anyway, that's the big... I wasn't uh, even that big a take that fan. But I know. We I all have memories of that song as well. Yeah, and, well, I was going yeah. to watch it last night and uh era one thing after another happened i feel like that's the way it is you probably need to be in a mental stable ish mode yes, watching it but, or you're um, gonna really be like yeah taking like to the bathtub with the gin maybe like yeah. have like a glass of wine or something so i'm gonna yeah. save it um until like yeah like a sunday night or something so i'm gonna save it for a few more days but i will have it watched by the next podcast um so that's the first big thing and then the other thing i wanted to talk about um was a big thing happened on so you know I love my reality TV and Below Deck has mm. like has a new series and it's in Australia. It's the second mm-hmm. series of it actually and kind of similar cast to the first one, which is kind of nice because sometimes it's a whole new cast and it's kind of hard to get on board when you don't know the yeah. characters, you know. Pardon the pun. <laughs> and uh for anyone who doesn't watch Below Deck, it's like it's not as scripted, I would say, as things like the housewives, you know. Um yeah. Where like, you know, obviously a lot of kind of stories are, are led kind of things, but mm. um, instead it's kind of more like these, you know, guests come on the ship and they have like an itinerary and stuff, but like it just kind of feels a bit more natural the way people react and the way people interact yeah. with each other and things like that. So anyway, in the an episode there a couple of weeks ago, I meant to talk about it at the time and I forgot, but it was kind of interesting because it was the first time in reality TV where we've kind of seen them break the... The third wall, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what had happened was they were out drinking and they all came back to the ship, which is kind of normal occasion because they could go drinking in between each kind of charter. And yeah. uh, one of the guys was kind of creeping on this girl and she went to sleep. She was really drunk, like, and there was another girl kind of minding her. And the other girl left because the power all went on the ship. It went blacked out so they kind of went to go and try to sort out the lights and while all that was happening this guy had had like a shower or he was in his he was in a towel anyway he was naked and he went into the girl's room and got into the bed with her naked and she was oh, dressed yeah. and she was like unconscious yeah so producers had was to he step pissed in. as well yeah yeah right. the producers had to step in and actually um, stop it from happening. Like, they had to kick your man out. Like, and he was intoxicated as well. Was he getting poy with her or was he just lying yeah, in the bed beside her? he was kind of getting oh, poy with her. Yeah, and she I'm was, glad like, they intervened, yeah. Yeah, but it was quite a big thing in reality TV because you'd never really see that happening unless there's, like, a fist. There's, like, a fight. You'll see the producers yeah. kind of step in, you know? Yeah. But there's been a lot, because of the last few years, a lot of stuff. It just mm-hmm. can't happen anymore. The stuff that mm-hmm. would have happened before, people smashing glasses and punching each other and mm-hmm. all that stuff. They just don't allow it to happen anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting to see that it was quite a groundbreaking thing, and it was interesting to read like a lot of the commentary on it afterwards. But obviously, your man got fired and all that. Like, um, and there was a girl, um, as well there, and she was like really defending the guy. She like could not understand like why this girl wasn't happy that this naked guy was in the bed with her and all this. It was very strange, like her reaction mm. to the whole thing. 
So she also got fired because she was very like confrontational to the girl who had happened to. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I don't know, it was just very well handled the whole thing. Like it was, you know, because she was like, why would you think that there's something wrong with that? You know, and it was definitely something wrong with oh, it. Like, Jesus. You know, okay. if somebody yeah. else hadn't come in, he could have done anything to her, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was just a very interesting scenario. I've never seen play I out. Did, a, um, I did yeah. actually see a story about it and yeah. I, so I was aware of it. And as far as I'm aware, they the producers were being sort of heralded as doing the right thing, probably for yes, the first time ever on reality exactly. TV, you know, yeah. um, and that it was the right thing to intervene and stuff. But they showed all of it, I suppose. So they got their bang for their buck as well, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. Um, and they got so many people talking about it. Like it was all over yeah. everything. Like, and it is a good series and I think it's gotten yeah. them even more like followers and stuff like that. But like, yeah. I just feel like reality TV gets a lot of shtick for like not... Um, yeah not you know being responsible for the people yeah. very well like so yeah yeah and then just another quick thing on reality tv also they rebooted um real housewives of new york which was the original real housewives mm. and a lot of those characters were fucking mad from the last few years and it kind of died started to die a death so mm. they rebooted the entire thing with a totally new cast with mm. like People from different races, um, like there's one woman who's gay, you know, a oh, lot of just yeah. different mm-hmm. points of yeah. view compared to before. It was just all very rich good. white ladies, you know. Yeah. So it's very good. I watched it this week for the first time. There's seven episodes, I think. You can watch it all on like Now TV if you have it or whatever. Um, but it's really good, very enjoyable, oh. very modern totally mm-hmm. like it needed the revamp and mm-hmm. I think like I wouldn't be surprised now if Brad would do that to a lot of different reality TV shows but again that was quite a big topic for anybody who does watch reality TV that's yeah. kind of a big thing that they did that it's they funny just how totally these really things are changing it. isn't it um, yeah. or you can see them changing so blatantly I actually listened yeah. to an interview between Louis Threw and 10 friends there during the week which was very oh, yeah. interesting I meant to say it to you actually to listen to it because mm. Ten is a really interesting character, actually. Yeah. You know, he comes across fairly two-dimensional on mm. Queer Eye, I think, because he's, you know, it's all about the fashion stuff, blah, blah, blah. But actually, he was a multimillionaire before he started really? Queer Eye. He had four different fashion companies, oh. many of which were, do you know what he made? Um, the pants? No, <laughs> the pants, yeah, the high-waisted <laughs> pants. Um, the French tuck, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, modesty clothing. For Muslim women. Hmm. Interesting. Would not Very have interesting, thought yeah. that was his up his street. But anyway, came from Doncaster, moved to America when he was in his sort of late teens, I think, and talks quite shockingly about the treatment he received growing up as really? a Muslim uh, of Pakistani heritage and a gay Maybe man. Gay, like yeah. a very, very sad, very shocking, a lot of it. But it's fu- quite funny because he's quite sweet and he's not really, he's watching his P's and Q's at the start of the interview. But by the end of it, he's effing and blinding and all sorts, you know. <laughs> and he basically tells Louis what he thinks of him as well, you know, as a kind of a middle-aged white producer from England. <laughs> yeah. and You know, very interesting. It was very good. It was, it was very good. Actually. So I'd give it a tip for that. But uh, actually, what I mean to say was, they talk about the sort of adaptation of Queer Eye for the straight guy yeah. to Queer Eye and what Queer Eye actually does and represents and tries to do and the yeah. challenges around all that and the duty of care for their people on it because they've dealt with racists and stuff on the show, you know, and yeah. Caramo had that really bad incident where the cops pulled him over and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. blah. So, um, yeah, so that was that. But then the other thing I was going to say was, speaking of... Um, you know, revamping with a more modern lineup in your cast and stuff. Mm. I just finished and just like that. Did you finish oh, it? Oh, yes, yes. I did, yeah, yeah, so yeah. just to to kind of square that off with the listeners. Um, 
Yes, yeah, so so my big complaint was that, like, you know, remember it opened with all those sex scenes at the start and then it closed with a load of sex scenes as well. Yeah, I was sure, like, okay. That's kind of what it is. Bookend. Yeah, but to know. me, that's like trying too hard. It's like, yeah, look, yeah. they're still having sex in their 50s. Aren't they amazing? You know, Sex in the City was all about sex. You know what I mean? But mm. anyway, um, I enjoyed it, I have to say. I know people yeah, criticise it for lots of different reasons, but I love the fashion and I love, oh my God, that coat that... Um, Miranda was wearing to the dinner party. It was like something David Bowie would wear. It was so cool. Oh, yeah, I just I some loved of the Carrie's stuff. outfit at the dinner party as well. I thought that it was checkered dress was gorgeous. So cool, oh god, yeah. she she looked like a teenager in that outfit, and her She's skin unreal. looked amazing. She doesn't always look great. I think you, you yeah. know she kind of. She can look older in certain. It's weird, but she looked like I don't know. She looked so young in that in that. Um, yeah, that she scene. did. Mm. But um, I really enjoyed it. I liked the I new... enjoyed it. I definitely preferred it to the first season, I have to say. I feel yeah. like in the first season, they were really trying to like tick the box with like yeah. having a non-binary character and having like yeah. the, sex po- the podcast. And, you know, yeah. I feel like everything it was, and it was obviously just post-COVID. So mm-hmm. a lot of talk about COVID and all that. I just thought it was really trying to, too hard yeah. to be like, you know, that year. Yeah. You kind of need to let it flow more naturally. And I think it did this season. I preferred it more. Yeah. And as well, Miranda and Shay's relationship, it was totally a train wreck and they call it that at the end of this season. And mm. I'm kind of glad that was over. That was all kind of a bit like, oh God, Forced. like trying too much. Yeah, 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 exactly. But the so, other thing was, a couple of criticisms that came in for was, you know, that kind of idea in the second or third episode, like Carrie's asked to do an ad for fucking vaginal dryness cream or something. And she's all kind of coy about it and she doesn't want to do it and she doesn't and you know people were saying this is Carrie Bradshaw that wrote a sex column you know for a living like really yeah <laughs> um, exactly and the other she criticism did. it kind of came in for was the, if people haven't seen it I don't want to give too much away but there is an unwanted pregnancy in the or a potentially unwanted pregnancy in the yeah series and there's a conversation about what to do about it and whether it's the right timing and all that kind of stuff and they they literally do not say the word abortion. Yeah. It is not said in the conversation. There's a reference to sort of do we need to have another conversation kind of thing. Yes. But no, they don't actually say abortion, which is a bit of a letdown in reality because that is exactly what they would be talking about, you know. Mm. Um, I thought they're just trying to be too, you know, proper and not offend anybody in that situation. So I just thought that was a bit loose for a program for women, you know, by women, it should be. Yes, I, um, I agree. It does yeah. sometimes stay away from that stuff. And it's weird because they've definitely had abortions in the past. It's come They have. Carrie had an abortion and yeah, Samantha, Samantha had two had abortions. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know what, it, the rest of them may have had them as well. But um, I did like the Charlotte story when she got pissed after selling the painting. I thought that was But hilarious. Charlotte like really grew on me this season. She yeah. wouldn't have been one of my favourites, but I really liked this season how she was yeah. really like, fuck you to the husband and being like you need <laughs> yeah. to help now and he was so terrified of her and then it was so funny yeah, yeah, yeah. but I actually it did grow on me an awful lot anyway we could probably sit here and talk about telly for ages but True. They, were the, they were the highlights there you go know. loads of TV this week okay yeah. moving along three right number three so this week it's not one fox it's many uh, it is in fact the Irish women's athletes who competed in Budapest this past week at the 2023 World Athletics Championships Uh, So the team didn't win any medals, unfortunately, but two athletes did manage fourth place finishes, which is phenomenal for a country of our size when you think about it. Right. So and apologies if I'm butchering um, the pronunciation of their names, but Razadat Adeleke and Kira McGeehan 
Um, they both came fourth. Mm. Uh, Razadat was in the 400 metres and Kira was in the 1500 metres. Yes. And then we also had a 4 by 400 women's relay who got eighth place as well. So that's pretty impressive. And there was a mixed relay as well and they came sixth. And, and those athletes that were in the ladies relay were Sophie Becker, Roisin Harrison, Charlene Maudsley and Kelly McGrory. And then the two boys that ran with Sophie and Charlene in the mixed was were Jack Rafferty and Christopher O'Donnell. So I think, you know, keep going, lads. That's pretty yeah, awesome. Brilliant. It's a really good position to be in coming into like next year, you know. Um, yeah. Sarah, is it Sarah Lavin as well? She ran... Did you cover her? Did you mention her? No. She came like six or seven, but like she was the fiance of that rally driver who died earlier oh, this cool year. Way. And she did personal best like in the hurdles. And no. um, so she beat Dervla. You know, Der- is it Dervla or Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Dervla, she had yeah. beat her at mm-hmm. it uh, and had gotten the new Irish record. So oh. she's another good news story because bless her, oh. she has not had an easy six months. No. Like, can you no. imagine okay. trying to still train and all that stuff going on? So yeah. bless her. But it was oh, really good. Her. I really enjoyed it. We watched a lot of it, actually. Yeah. Um, and Lily. And I really enjoyed it. I love the athletics. It's just like, no matter mm. what it is, it's interesting. Except for the 10,000 mm-hmm. meter because it's so bloody boring. That's about, yeah, that's about um, the only thing. Or the there marathon, was some yeah. really cool, um, like, kind of... Long jumps very and young. stuff were mental. Yes, yeah. and a lot of people sharing medals and stuff. But some mm. of the young... Um, Richardson, I think is her name. Was it Kimberly Richardson? She's the new 100 meter champion and she has a very interesting story. So you should look her up mm-hmm. to um, a USA athlete. And like, there's just a lot of really mad stories for all these mm-hmm. athletes. So mm-hmm. it's not exactly like, you know, it's people who were raised with a spoon in their mouth kind of thing. It's you mm-hmm. work very hard to kind of get. Oh, they're machines. Them. They yeah. are unbelievable. And you look at the concentration on their faces when they're running, like they are, yeah. they're like robotic, you know, they go. Yeah. so fast and they go so hard and they are a- absolute inspiration so yeah not only I suppose the Irish women's team but all the women that are smashing it in athletics like mm. you know look up to them and be proud of them and they're doing a fantastic job so well done team I must I find your exact name it's it's Shikari Richardson sorry okay but you should look at her winning the 100 metres I'll send you a clip and we can maybe yeah. put it on Fox for 5 um, you should see her winning it. She does this mm-hmm. cool thing with her hands as soon as she goes mm-hmm. over the line, and she's just very. And she like, got really long kind of braids that are in different colors. Yeah, and yeah, she was in the names. relay as well. She's yes. unbelievable. Yeah, she yeah, is yeah, yeah. the body on her like she's is so strong the muscles like oh unbelievable yeah. well strong done women, women. strong women. women yeah lots of foxes okay cool well done over to you nick number four Sue, um, actually an interesting one I have to thank Elaine for this because um, I didn't know it was a thing but uh, it's very interesting because what's happened is you know with the strike going on in the US the writer's strike and all that so basically mm. this time next year we'll have basically nothing to talk about um, uh-huh. Grey's Anatomy is obviously like indefinitely they're not making it indefinitely they, they don't have a new date for it oh. uh, any of the big ones we watch there'll be nothing there's going to be nothing made everything's being pushed back a year or two years yeah exactly mm. Um, so, but just talking of that, there is a new podcast from some of the big kind of, I suppose, heavy, um, names in terms of late night, uh, talk shows. Cause they're not happening either. Cause the writer's oh. strike. So, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, uh, Stephen Colbert, uh, Stephen Myers, um, 
There's a big gang of them. So Jimmy Fan, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert, Seth Meyers, and John Oliver all, all have together. a new podcast. Yeah, called oh. Strike Force Five. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God damn them. Yeah, but the people might look up Force Five and see our podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fame at last. If you're listening, lads, we're happy to come on and have the chats with you. It's okay if you kind of stole our name. We leave you off, but come on. Yes. We kind of stole it, obviously, from uh, Pulp Fiction. But come but, on. Um, oh, that's so, hilarious. Yeah, so it looks good. It's they're like they're doing a podcast. Um, I think there's, they're going to do about 12 episodes and it's all just about the support of the writer's strike. So it's going into the fifth month now, the writer's strike. So um, it's a new podcast. I think it started this week. So you can look at it on YouTube as well if you want. But um, yeah, it promises to be very, it's all done over Zoom. Like, so it promises mm-hmm. to be very interesting. Um, oh my God, I'm going to message them, see if they want us to come on. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've oh, like hilarious. six people there to message or five of them. Yeah, it? yeah. One um, of them is bound to reply. <laughs> So yeah, so it's going to be very interesting. So that's, I know it's kind of a bit of a random TV uh, internet thing, but it is recommend. a podcast. So there you yeah. are. We so, don't uh, often recommend other podcasts, to be fair. No. So there you go, Strike Force 5. And it's good to support them too, I think. Like it's absolutely Is the first episode out yet? No. It's out this week, I think. Let me just okay. double check. I'll quickly look at Spotify. Um, but yeah, I'm 90% sure it's out this week. And again, thanks for bringing it to my attention because she was like, Strike Force 5! <laughs> um, strike. Yeah, it is. Cool. It's there. Yeah, first episode is there. One hour. It was posted yesterday, an hour long. So there you go. So cool, I, can't, okay, I cool. haven't listened to it yet, but I just thought it was very interesting. Yeah. And <laughs> you might be shy. So you might be. But like yeah. with those five heavy hitters together, no, I'd brilliant. say it'd be quite Competing funny, with so. each other. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there we are. Okay, thanks for that. Number five. Five. Okay, quick one on the music front. So I don't know if you saw this, but lawyers for US rapper Eminem have sent a letter to aspiring Republican presidential candidate (laughs) Vivek Ramaswamy uh, asking the politician to stop performing Eminem songs during his presidential campaign. He is a 38-year-old multi-millionaire tech entrepreneur who in February this year declared his candidacy for the Republican Party nomination. God help us for the 2024 US presidential election. Um, at several campaign events, he has performed and rapped some of Eminem's Oscar winning song, Lose Yourself. Uh, BMI, performing rights organisation, informed Ramazwani, Ramazwani's campaign that they do not have permission to perform this music in a letter dated 23rd of August. They said that they'd comply and they'd stop using his music, basically. But um, he literally raps it. I've seen a video yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't do a bad job, actually. But... Um, I love when things like this happen, though, because they've got different sort of copyright licensing laws mm. than us. Over here, I think you have to get the permission of the artist if you want to use their song mm. for any sort of promotion beyond, you know, just paying for the copyright or paying mm. for the use of it. Right. Whereas in America, th- there's just kind of a database of songs. Okay. Of, there's like 230,000 songs and you make it, you make the payment and you can use whatever song you want. So you'll have had people like R.E.M., um, U2, Rolling Stones, Foo Fighters, loads of people in the past who've come out and said, stop using our music. But the problem is you can't tell one person to stop using yes. music. Nobody can use your music. So in yes. other words, by saying to this guy, you can't use our music, then the um, Democrats can't use it either. Okay. But you know what? It's better than nothing because... Yes. And it sends a message from Talk. these artists that they don't want these people using their music, you know. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're more, I mean, Eminem didn't actually come out and say anything himself, but his lawyers sent this letter. Yeah. Whereas with R.E.M., Michael Stipe sent like a scathing um, message to Donald Trump to 
never ever use any anything with our voices on it or any mm. of our music you know so much kind of clearer and more venomous when it's politics like you shouldn't totally you know, how dare yeah. they if somebody took something exactly. blank to me and used it for their own ends that was completely contrary to my beliefs I would be exactly. absolutely raging yeah. so um, yeah well done Eminem uh, that's it I suppose we should just say have a wonderful time to anyone going to Electric Picnic mm. very jealous go and see Steve Lacey he is savage he is so good he hasn't done any dates that I've been able to get to in the last two years. He's unreal, American singer. Um, and Sing along social yeah. around at a half three somewhere on Sunday. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with a bit of sing along yeah. social as well if you're uh, at a short yeah. end. Okay, well, enjoy your trip to Dublin, Nicola. And we'll Thank be back you, next Nicole. week. Peeps. Any nice the... weekend plans? Not really. I've got to prepare for the birthdays. Effie, Effie's birthday oh, on Monday, turning yes. four. And then Estelle's is two weeks later. So we're having a party, kind of the in-between weekend. And actually Thanks. next week, I'm off to the Outer Hebrides, to <laughs> Uist. Oh, yeah, nice. flying on a tiny plane up to way oh, up north Jesus. in Scotland. Yeah. And um, Keep an eye yeah, out for the nervous. orcas. Loads of orcas up there. Oh, yeah. A bit out. nervous about the small plane thing, but won't even be able to have, a, you know, a nerve stiffener in the airport. <laughs> Why not? But, um, have a glass of wine, surely you'll be I'm right. off it. I'm off it. I'm oh, off sorry, it. Oh, sorry. Um, and then I'm off till my holiday at the end of the month anyway. That's the that's the that's game plan. Um, and then, um, so next week's going to be busy, but we'll get a podcast to you at some stage, hopefully. Um, so that's it. Okay. Thanks, Thanks so Nick. Thank bye, you, baby, me. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. Love you. Bye. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye, bye. <laughs>